This episode contains scenes suggestive of a sexual or domestic assault. Listener discretion is advised. I am Bams and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. The camera opens up inside the limo as the lights outside are flashing by as it drives back home towards the Paradise Mall or wherever it is in that area that you have it set up to drop you off at, with Missy just having made an ominous statement. Let us say I shudder to think what we could have possibly done more wrong tonight than we do on the average day. Mm. It's not so much what we did tonight. It's what we did a while ago that is now doing some stuff tonight. Um. Does anybody know where Cheshire is? Um, I'll tell you what. Let us not speak of that in limousine, which I have paid for out of own pocket. Enjoy this ride, and then when we get back to the mall, we will sit and discuss business. Can't see how it can get any worse to wait. Uh, You would be surprised. She's going to look out the window towards that distant point and go, no, I don't think I would be. (laughs) As the conversation in the limo comes to a awkward silence, I'm curious as to Jimmy's thoughts. Where's Cheshire? He uh, he just kind of left. We haven't seen him in a couple days, haven't we? He has not been around tonight, no. I did see him the night previous. So you guys his crazy friend, right? Like the the smelly one? Yes, the the smelly one. The crazy one, yes. The one one with the unsettling eyes who likes to stare through you. Like he sees something that is not there, except it is there. But it isn't there because we can't see it. Yes, that asshole. Yeah, the one that I thought Jimmy was supposed to be keeping track of. Fancy that. Y'all should put one of those fancy trackers on him, too, speaking of. I did, until it died of low battery. Oh, that's an option? Cool. Not for you. Not yet. Well, I guess, how much trouble can you really get into? Oh, don't say that. I blame. Well, Art didn't want to talk about it in the limo, but I can tell you what I think is happening. Well, you may as well. Well, you guys know how sometimes I can see some stuff. And Well, I don't think I'm too far off base when it looks like he is making more. Like us, not gavings. On a bit of a rampage. Ooh, that's not cool. He's going to be so much trouble because, like, I got beat up and I was just, like, made. So, (laughs) sucks to be him. It sucks to be the all of us. He lives by a separate set of rules. Yeah, but he wouldn't be doing anything had we not done what we did. So... This could come back on us, right, Art? Art is looking around the limo, wondering if he was to bug this thing in order to listen to somebody like Art, where would he put those? Because he's going to have to torch this goddamn car later because people won't stop talking in it. There are all kinds of places you could potentially hide a listening device. Underneath some of the cushioning, like in between where it comes down. Many of these vehicles have buttons that you could push that release the seat so that they can fold down so that 
people could stand on them, put their hands heads up through the skylight, and just be the worst. Another thing is, is some cars have a built-in like hands-free Bluetooth thing that phones can connect to. I assume that you start fidgeting in your seat and pulling it different areas to see if you can get underneath of things. Yeah, yeah. Art's fully gone into this whole paranoia is at like 1,000%. And he's looking at the wet bar. He's looking at the bottles underneath the wet bar. He's rifling through like the snack pack, the mini fridge. He's checking the creases of the seats. He's looking at the, the liner in between the sunroof and the rest of the car, the weather stripping. He's hitting everything he can and he's not listening to anybody else right now. When Art opens up the mini bar, I'm assuming there's a few beers in there. I would ask how fancy of a limo did Art get and did he pay for a wet bar? Let's just say that Art got the high school prom special as ordered by an overbearing father where there is no wet bar, but it's a fairly fancy limo, so the price comes out in the wash. Nicer vehicle, no no bells and whistles. Correct. I hear that there's a mini fridge with pop instead of booze. A couple of bottles of water, some kind of... Not name brand, but like our cola, sodas, maybe some juice. Oh, that's disappointing. What you doing, Art? Well, as we sit here and talk about this, I realize that I never really did a full suite for listening devices in a car that I hired completely at random. So I was deciding that if I were going to talk about Cheshire and everything that he is to be doing... I would either try to find the bugs now and not find them and feel slightly better or do find something. And then later I have to do things to this vehicle to suggest that I do not want to be listened to. It's really nothing at all. I just have to know. He's going to look over at, at uh, Coco and a smile will come on her face. How do you know her uh, tracker isn't bugged? Uh, magnets. We should get like magnets and just magnet the whole car and my tracker too like just in case that I, it works i heard about it like this guy downtown supposedly did it like it was cool magnets are it's all we need magnets. don't like don't make fun of me like it's a real <laughs> thing look it up no 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 the, the the thing about the magnets is from that crazy podcast this beat guy don't listen to that jackass. It's magnets don't do anything except they stick pictures to refrigerators, okay? It is no this You're not going to degauss a hard drive by sticking a magnet against it through the wall and turning it on. That just doesn't work that way. Yeah, but Camarillo just put a trunk device in here with us. We didn't check it out. We don't know if they could be listening to this right now. We're we're confessing everything. We're gonna be dead by tomorrow night. Like, no one's confessing anything, first of all. I don't even know what you guys did. Like, I can't even understand. Your smelly front went missing, and you guys did something wrong. Uh, that's it. If you think that's going to protect you, I don't think that statement's going to do it. Like, for real, I don't think anything's going to protect me at this point, okay? So I feel pretty free to make whatever statements, as long as they're the truth. Yes, like what happens at karaoke bar? Uh-huh. Uh, good times, yeah. Yes, good times. This is why I did not want you hanging out with her. Because you always fly off handle. You have a very hot head. And then I have to run behind with with small mop and bucket to clean up mess. Except this time, I did not even know that you went to this karaoke bar. I did not know that two people ended up dying. Because nobody thought fit to tell me. That is fine. I will be sure to put listening devices in every house in this area. I will have cameras on every corner. I will know everything that happens here. Instead of trusting you to tell me when something happens. Well, first of all, thanks for calling me hot. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh my God. 
Second of all, if you think that's what's best for keeping the coterie safe, go for it. It's like you want us to be killed. You want us to turn to dust. You want us to go into the sunlight, surrounded by everybody who wants us dead, just so they can watch us die horribly. Not particularly, no. Then act like it. Well, I cleaned up the bodies, and then someone else got to them. Yeah, they were totally alive when we left, is the point. I don't, did you not hear me when I told you that earlier? Like, we didn't lie to you about anything. You cleaned up the bodies. There shouldn't have been bodies to clean up, I think is the point, Jimbo. You got upset with me about one junkie in a mall that was left on the floor and not taken care of. One in our, in your domain. One. You got upset with me. I was in trouble. You're going to karaoke bars and causing a mess? They were alive. Not just karaoke bars either. What do you mean? Did I not tell you? Jimbo started fist fighting another barony. In bar. Oh, in the bar. Yeah, you caused that fight in the bar. We had to clean that mess up too. Dominic had it coming. Jimbo, it's like you're making problems for it. You're not going to have a coterie soon. We're going to be dead. Burned to a crisp. All right. Maybe I'll start taking things serious. I was just saying, you better really choose your words carefully here. Maybe you'll do. Maybe. Uh, Okay. 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 Believe me, Jimbo, I love you tons. And I love art. And this one, I don't know. But when it comes between me and you, and if I'm going to be around, I have to be around. I have people I have to look after. So believe me, it'll be you, not me. How will we deal with one problem at a time right now? We are. Right now we're dealing with you. You're the problem. You're making a mess. Wouldn't Cheshire be a more urgent problem? As much as I hate to admit it, he is correct. That is a larger problem that we will have to handle as well as we can while we still have nightlights. Otherwise, we will have to get head start tomorrow unless something else happens to rear its ugly head while we are waiting to get out of Forever 21. No offense. You know, it it sounds stupid and cliche and, and all, but... You can't trust your own gang. You've got to move on. And that's what we we are. We can't trust each other. There's there's nothing here. So you can't keep things from us. You can't keep making messes for us to have to clean up. Well, I thought I cleaned them up. There's someone, must be someone behind me just causing bigger messes. I clean it up and it just escalates after I've cleaned it up. And what did you clean up? Well, I... With the karaoke, I... Made them forget. And then someone came up and... Dealt with it at... Or did something. I don't know what. I I just found out that someone did something there. With Donovan, if Donovan wasn't even there, nothing would have happened. Everything would have gone great. So it's Donovan's fault for even being there. It's Donovan's fault you decided to start feast fight in middle of club. Yeah. He deserved it. Oh my god. In middle of Stephen Cohen's club. Crown jewel. And you were not able to clean that up. I had to do it. Yeah, I asked you to. And so it I kind of cleaned it up through you. No. What you tried to do is take Bradley Kelly to Carol. And I had to convince you not to because I had to use him to clean up mess you made. You tried to make second mess that I had to physically restrain you from making in order to clean up first mess. Yeah, so I I let you clean it up instead of taking to Carol. Art's like half like hunched over more than he usually is at like his right fist. His nails are curling into his palm, and there's just like this little string of black blood starting to flow from his palm. I need to get out of this car. How far are we from the destination? 
They're only a few minutes away. It's not terribly far from one to the other. You guys had had a conversation for a while and had been driving for a while before Missy had her little episode. You are more than welcome to ask him to pull over and get out yourself, or you can try to run it out. Happy to not make you uh, walk if you don't want to. And we'll stay in car. Time passes in silence as the limo pulls up to your drop-off point outside the Paradise Mall. Car pulls up, goes around the little rotted-out fountain, sits outside the front doors, stops. Door flings open even before the driver can get out and open it, and Art's just out the door and heading straight for the front door. And there's just really no stopping him. Like, this has been a terrible night. It's been getting steadily worse. Missy will get out of the limo next, and she does not head towards the front door. She walks away from the mall and pulls out her phone and sends a text. Jimmy gets out. He'll head inside and then head to his room to get out of his costume. Coco just sits in the limo for like a couple seconds. Fucking buzzkills. And just scatters on out, looks to Missy. She probably wouldn't be any fun anyway. She really doesn't want to hang out or party or anything. Fuck, I guess I'll just go to my room. Heads on out to the Forever 21. Jimmy. Yes? When Jimmy gets out of the car, he's going to pad for his wallet and realize it's not there because, well, he never brings his wallet because he never has any money. Uh, uh, Missy, can you spot me like a... Uh, how much do you tip these guys? Missy turns back towards the limo, looks at Jimmy with an incredulous look, holds up her middle finger towards him, turns around and continues to walk away. Yeah, okay. Hey, Coco. Yeah. You got like a 10, 20, how much you ever normally would tip a person like the driver? Ew, I don't tip the driver. Art paid. He should tip the driver. <sighs> well, hmm. just, just, do you have anything? I'll, I'll get Art to pay you back. Okay, but like... This is like a hundred dollars. I want a hundred and twenty back. Got it? You can't like be cheap. Yeah, sure, whatever. Just come on. And they are like crisp bills because Art just gave them to her. <laughs> Perfect, thanks. So, Jimmy will knock on the driver's window. The window rolls down as the driver looks up to you. His hands are both still on the steering wheel, and you can see that his his skin on the back of his fingers is distressed, as if he was gripping it very tightly. And he looks up to you with a nervous smile. Forget. And he holds that look for a moment, and his eyes glaze, and then he just continues to sit there. Uh, hey, bud. Great job. Thanks for the, thanks for the lift. Uh, here's a tip. And hands him the hundred. He blinks and quickly shakes his head and then looks up to you and looks around a little confused, but quickly reaches out and takes it from you. He's like, thank you, sir. Have a have a good night. Takes his uh, one hand off the wheel and gives you a little salute. Yeah, you too. Have a safe drive home. And Jimmy walks away. And this line of vampires begins to make its way into the mall and break up and head to their own individual areas. Missy is not going into the mall, though. Oh, you were sending a text. In your texting, who were you texting and what were you texting them? Quick message to Calvin. Where is June? He will text you back with, she's here in my place. You'll get a picture back of her asleep on a couch that you recognize as being in his little apartment a blanket off of his bed, pillow, and just there asleep on the couch. She'll text back good. 
do we know why she wasn't in her own place? Like, why did she leave her old place? Why was she on the street to begin with? He responds back with, I've got some details. She was having some paranoid hallucinations about people out to get her. So she ran away. She'll respond uh, back with, I'll work on getting her a new place. And he responds with, she can stay here. She's kind of chill for, you know, a little while if that's what you want. Because, of course, if you want, you can get her your own place. Comes another text after a moment. Yeah, she's just not going to respond anymore. She's just going to walk back, uh, eventually go back to her own place. It'll be dawn soon, so she can't dally around outside. She'll go brood on the roof for a bit and then go. I think she's in a bad mood. I can't imagine why. Stupid Jimbo. Yeah, because Missy has no way to kind of find Cheshire. She didn't do anything with, you know. You could try and force a premonition to get information on where he is, but visions aren't exactly well-written instructions. Maybe we'll try that at the start of the next night, but not at 3 a.m. I only have a few hours before. So I can't really do much. So, yeah, brood and then go in. Art, as you are storming through the mall, you will catch out of the corner of your eye on one of the storefronts a piece of paper that has been posted to the wall on the like the glass or the door of one of these storefronts. Well, who is even using paper these days? What does this say? As you go over and you take a look at it, we will flash back to where there was a missing persons paper put up around the mall by a friend of Coco's, and you will see that it has missing picture of Coco's face, some details about her, like age, hair, eye color, etc. There are a couple of... If you have any information, please call this number, and there's a phone number there. A second number, which then lists the name of a church or email to, and then there's an email address that is a church email address. And as you look up from holding this paper in your hand and look down the mall a bit, you will see that there is another one several storefronts down that is taped to another storefront. Art will crumple the first one in his hand, and he's going to go start pulling these down. Sure. He's, he's going to route the entire mall and just get rid of them. Takes you a few minutes. There was one on Madame Fina's door. Do you stop by and say anything to, to Jimmy's goons or the watchmen of the mall? Or If one ends up nearby while he's taking them down, he'll look over. Do you know who put these up? He'll be surprised to see you and hear you. And he'll be like, uh, no, there was a, uh, uh, there was some chick here earlier, poofy hair, black girl. I don't know. I can ask around see if anybody knows her, but I don't know who she is. Art's gonna look around. I'm sure that some of his cameras would have caught who it is. Sure. Do you know what time she was here? Uh, let me hold on. And he pulls out his phone and he sends a text message, presumably to the rest of the the people who check things out. And after a minute, it'll come back. It's like, uh, somebody was hanging them up at like eight, nine o'clock after you guys had left. I will take it from here. Then has anything else happened this evening? No, not really. It's been kind of quiet, you know, Halloween. Some people were partying a little bit. Prouting is good. Some people, will, you know, making some money, selling some drugs. I am giving thought to making change in old department store. Have a nice place for parties, things like that. Loud music, bass that makes ground shake, things like that. No, that'd be great. Jimmy would love a place to play all of his bodacious tunes. I may let him have one evening a month. I want a place people want to come to. Yeah, well, whatever gets them all back in shape. 
That is the idea. Thank you again for your help with the woman. I will find out what's going on with these. They are unsightly. You'll finish cleaning up. Does he do anything with this stuff, or does he just kind of go back and go to ground? He is going to disappear them into his own little haven. And um, he's going to run the tapes. And then once he's got a visual ID, he's going to run the ID and track this person down so he knows what's going on. Art is a smart man, I imagine, with a good memory from all of the shenanigans he gets up to. As you look and you see the the girl hanging these up, you will recognize her as being one of Coco's friends from back at Carol's party. She is, or was, the other fairy. Well, I think it's time we had her reconnect. But what is this email address? More dots will begin to connect for Art as he looks into the email address and recognizes it from where he had the meeting with Raven with that big poster about the community center and Father Todd. This is the same parish. Wait, how does girl with connections to Masquerade and Camarilla have email address with church full of people who have been killed by vampires and money has been spent? What is what is going on here? No, I am paranoid enough about Cheshire and everything else. I need to I need to let this sit for a moment before I think on it. I have too much else to do. You will look and you will see that the one phone number is more or less the business line for that parish. That, you know, if you need to call it to ask about renting the the church or something along those lines, that's where they operate things from. The other one looks like a personal phone number. I will have to cross-reference the personal number with an address. A quick reverse phone number look up later, and you will find out that that number is Jade's phone number. The woman that is Coco's friend. There is a sound somewhere in the depths of Art's Haven, or maybe it's just in the back of his head as the penny drops. This is potentially not good. All right, so to make sure I have this right, there is a girl missing. Yes. It's been printed out. The contact numbers are for the church, and Jade has put her own personal number over the actual church number. Not like written over top of it, but like it's there, email address is underneath of it, and then another phone number is also scribbled on there. But it's been specifically added. It wasn't part of the original printing. Yes. So the church sent out these flyers, and Jade has added her own number. Yes. Okay. I will make a note. And maybe it will be time soon for Coco to reconnect with her friends. Just perhaps not in the way she is going to enjoy. Coco, coming back to your little Forever 21, how you feeling? Like, super pissed off because it is Halloween, and like, you know that's my favorite. I work all year on my costumes and stuff. This year, shit got all fucked up. Um, just got beat up at this party. And then when I started to have a good time, Art like put the time limit on me like and yoinked me out of there at 2 o'clock in the morning. Meanwhile, that whole party was still raging. And all of them had to bitch in the limo. Like, I don't know. It was fucking horrible. This place really sucks. Yeah, it does kind of suck, doesn't it? This is the worst. God, you thought being a vampire would be cool, or did you? Or I guess that's a, a question that I have as she's still feeling. It's not quite the same as the highs that you're used to, but it is still familiar in that kind of way, that chemically altered mindset a little bit. How's she feeling having now bitten a you know, half dozen people and drank their blood at a party? 
I mean, like, not gonna lie, that part was cool. Um, it was a lot of fun. It, I actually, like, actually got to feel good for, like, uh, the first time in, like, a while. Well, like, I felt good, but bad, like, when I, um, ate Ricky or whatever, but, like, I don't want to think about that, but yeah. And now that, like, I'm a little altered and, like, ready to go, like, now I'm expected to, like, go to sleep. And it's supposed to be cool to be a vampire. Like, I saw the movies and stuff, like, most of them, I mean, the whiny ones are, like, sad, but, like, the other ones are, like, powerful and cool and, like, rich and stuff. And this, I live in a mall right now, and I basically have, like, the dog tracker. And the, like, dog jokes are, like, getting old just because I get a little hairy. Like, that, you never see that. Like, they didn't put that in any of the movies. Like, you're not supposed to get hairy. You're just supposed to get, like, prettier. So you just throwing like a little temper tantrum, you kicking on some music and having your own little rave or you just going to brood like certain other people. Oh no, like loud music, but not really like a rave, more like just throwing paint on my canvas um, angrily. Like it's going to be one of those like drip paintings with loud fucking music and the lights they probably don't even dim in this Forever 21. They're like off or on. And I'm not going to like unplug a light bulb or whatever. This is, maybe I'll paint some of them too. Like fuck this whole place, honestly, like paint everywhere. Do you bother changing into your painting clothes or do you just start going to town in your, whatever you were wearing? My pretty, pretty blue dress that like matches my eye. Well, so no, I don't change. Like, honestly, because fuck this dress. Like, I can't even actually party. So when do I really need to wear it again, first of all? And secondly, that's tacky. I would need a new dress. Do you feel as though she is super fucking angry right now to where the monster inside of her might take over for a minute? I don't really know what that feels like, but I do know I feel pretty pissed and I'm just kind of like losing myself in what I'm doing and the music. It's probably just like amping me up even more and more. Plus I'm on drugs like a little bit or whatever. So who knows? Has Coco been the kind of person to get angry often or is this... I mean like pretty fucking angry. I can't... uh, Honestly, the last time my dad tried to put me like in rehab, I felt about this pissed. So it's been a while since I've been like this overwhelmed, I feel like is a good word. And it surges forward and you feel it and it's it's visceral. But you ride that wave and you put it forth into your art. Jamie, getting back to your little food court area, what's your plan for the rest of the evening as you come walking through your mall? So Jimmy heads up to his Taco Bell. He gets undressed from his costume and washes his hair because he had to put in so much product that to straighten it and he needs it back to curly. So he has a good solid 20, 30 minutes of cleaning up before he heads back down. He heads back down in his leather pants and denim vest. He just sits. If, Chatting with his, chatting with his guys. Waiting for Missy and Art to show up because I thought they were supposed to have like a meeting or something to talk about what Missy saw. Whatever, you'll just wait. You will hear some angry music echoing down the empty hallways. Your guys, your watchmen, one of them's going to sit down next to you. And he's going to be like, so uh, this was today. He's going to reach into his back pocket, pull out a folded piece of paper, and put it on the, the table you're sitting at. It's the looking for poster? Yes, 100%. <sighs> Did you see who put it up? Yeah, and he'll begin to give a little bit of a description, which you will remember is being the woman that was with her at the party, the woman that young woman. She was like 20s. Whose name was Jade? Right, and Jimmy brought Jade to the VIP area. And you had a little numb. Huh. That's interesting. Thanks, I'll uh, 
Jimmy gets up and I'll, uh, thanks for that. I'll, I'll be back. And, uh, he heads over to the Forever 21 and realizes again why he really doesn't like gangrels. They have the worst taste in music. I'm assuming that's where the angry music was coming from. As you get closer, you will realize that is where the angry music is coming from. Uh, well, as Jimmy reaches the Forever 21, he'll knock really loudly at the, the sliding security gate thing. Hey, uh, Coco. I don't even hear anything until he's like obnoxiously loud. And then just like a really loud yell, like, what? You're famous. And he holds up the sheet of paper. Duh. And I don't even turn around. I just keep painting. What is she painting with? Like, is it, it's not a bucket. Would it be, or is it like bottles or is it tubes? Like, I basically made art by me out like the whole store. So I do have like the larger things of paint, like maybe the quart type sizes as well. And I have paint brushes that I'm dipping in different colors and throwing. You can tell that I've like tossed some of them on canvas, you know, on the walls and on the ceilings and myself. And it's just basically generally a mess. Stuff spilled everywhere. Jimmy's going to take one of the, imagine a tube that looks like it will shoot out the paint a little bit. I'm just going to like shoot it at her face. Hoping to get some on her face. It's not a good thing to be noticed like this. It's a wanted poster. Okay, first of all, don't fuck with my paints, all right? Like, I feel like you guys have fucked with me enough over the last, like, couple days. Like, uh, this is just my space, all right? These are my things. Um, You better be thankful that you didn't fucking get any paint on like my art. This is my art. If you want some art of your own, like that's cool. Like we can arrange that. I can get you the little like finger paints and stuff, okay? Finger paints. Okay. Here here, let me just Jimmy reaches to wipe the paint off of her face that he got on her. Does she back away or anything or Yeah, that like ill don't touch me. Then he'll grab another thing of paint and put it on the painting. Just like squeeze it. That's not okay. <laughs> I want my claws back because they were really fucking rippy and Terry. And right at this moment, I just want to rip his fucking head off. You really can't mess with my art, especially everything that you guys have done to me. Oh, no, I'm done. And just long ass claws. And I want to do a swipe like to take his whole face off. Jimmy's trying to entice her to anger because he wants to fight too. Also, a little bit, he was snubbed because she just ignored him. So I'm trying to entice it a little bit, so I think he sees something coming, potentially. What does this look like, Jimmy, as her fingers descend into long, pointy claws? Extra knuckles, extra segments of finger to give it more bending. And they grow larger and larger, and then she just comes running at your face. So she's running. Jimmy will duck below her swipe, similar to a, a boxer ducking under a hook. And then he's going to go for her midsection and try and throw her to the ground and pin her and give her a good smack smack in the face probably missing as she's flailing uh but he's on top ready to just beat the shit out of her so rather than doing damage you would rather just tackle her to the ground yes and saying i'm you're better you listen to me when i speak to you oh boy coco you were angry earlier but now it's it's not even seeing red. This is like beyond red into whatever comes next. All four of my fangs pop out and I just try and like 
bite at him, probably looking like a dog in the process while I'm trying to squeeze him with those claws. Oh, I want to just, those fangs come out. I want to pop one out, like just knock out a fang. That sounds wonderful. Coco, what does it look like as you go to bite and he punches you in the mouth? I mean, I don't really know what it looks like. I can tell you what I saw. Um, I tried to fucking bite him. And then all of a sudden there was like this just pain and like, it was like white all of a sudden. So that fucking sucked. And a tooth will go flying across the floor, skittering underneath of something. A big pointy fang. Now I'm just like really done. This is the last place I want to be. I'm fucking sick of these people. They don't take me seriously. And now they're like hitting me. Um, so I really just want to get away from him, away from Forever 21, this fucking shit ass mall and these whack job people. So away. Sure. So you're just trying to get out of his grip. Yeah. I want to get this stupid fucking 80s asshole off of me. Jimmy is going to not want her to run away and then just yell and berate her. Your friend, Jade, it's her fault. You need to deal with her. You listen to me when spoken to. If you don't, then expect another beating. Is my mouth bleeding from my no tooth? Does that happen? There is a brief taste of blood, but it's very minimal. Well, I just really want to spit it all in his face anyway. Like when he tells me that I must listen when spoken to. My dad doesn't even talk to me like that. Like, no, thank you. Sure, so you just going to spit some blood in his face as he attempts to keep you from getting away? Everything. Yeah, blood, bunk. So, Missy. Yeah? You've been brooding for a while, mm-hmm. ignoring the few texts that you have gotten from Calvin until he stops. He knows that you're not really, well, you probably got really mad at him, but if you haven't responded by now, you're you're not going to continue to respond. And it feels like, you know, that, that was a good brood. It's been like 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And as you walk back into the mall, you hear loud, angry music coming from down the one hall, from down where Coco has been staying. Thank God it's not 80s music, but walk over, check it out. And as you walk down and you head up to the front and get closer, you'll hear some yelling and screaming at each other. You will come around the corner, see through the front of the store, Jimmy on top of Coco with his hands on her wrists, pushing her down into the ground as she yells and screams and spits blood into his face. Tech start. Uh, Might want to get over to the Forever 21. Looks like we have a problem. Text back. W-A-T. Snap a picture of what I see and send it to Art. Missy might be able to hear him swear from his haven. It's not going to take Art long to show up after that. When he shows up, wait, 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 how should we handle it? What do you want to do? Maybe they need to work it out this way. Maybe they do. But I had this great idea to revamp Mall, and now I'm going to have to spend all this money to revamp this store. (laughs) Art opens up a pack of cigarettes and knocks one out. Offers it to Missy. Yeah, she'll take it. May as well. We'll have to see what happens here. They're just going to both sit there in the doorway with smokes and watch this. I mean, we'll make it so nobody dies again. You know, nobody gets really hurt, but they got to blow off some steam, maybe. I will ask Jimmy and Coco then, how do you see this situation resolving? I see Jimmy wanting to just yell and berate Coco. You know, that stereotypical teenager yelling at their parents. But imagine them both teenagers and don't know how to 
deal with any issues properly. Jimmy imagines himself more as the parent in the situation with all the being right. So probably not going to back down. But we'll let Coco get up after a little bit of yelling. I don't... What does Coco want? Now that I know I can't really get up and, like, I feel like I got some good digs in while you're yelling and screaming at me, I'll yell and scream back for a while and tell you all the reasons why, no, you're not the boss of me or whatever. And then, like, I've played this out before. Eventually... Just fucking shut up and, like, let it run its course, I guess. No, like, tears are sad. Just more cold, seething anger. A few of the things that will come out is, it's all your fault. There's the body at where you turned. That's your fault. Why were you even there? The two bodies at the karaoke bar. That's your fault. You shouldn't have let them run away. If they would have both stayed in the bar, then we wouldn't have this problem. But no, you had to let one of them run away. And a bunch of the things that Jimmy has done wrong is clearly Coco's fault, according to Jimmy. Yeah, and pretty much immediately disagree with everything. Very forcefully, but then we whining down. Like, because this guy, he's fucking unhinged. Like... I've met people like him before. I see him at church. I think what will happen is Jimmy will see Art and Missy out of the corner of his eye. And that's when he'll stand up. But when he gets up, he's going to go to them completely ignoring Coco. With the piece of paper. Probably with paint on it now because it kind of just got thrown aside and in the scuffle. Look, the Jade, remember her at the party? Coco's friend put pictures up looking for her. We need to deal with it. Art's just going to smile, a big toothy smile. Atrocious Russian cigarette hanging from a lip. Nobody even knows how vampires light cigarettes and not freak out. Maybe it's a vape. Who the hell knows? But it stinks. Just blows a wreath of smoke into Jimmy's face. There is no we. You got so worked up about this, we'll let you handle it. Well, I started to try, and then Coco here freaks out, not listening to me trying to fix it. You know, she's part of the problem. She's the one who knows Jade. And then she starts this fight. So yes, I will deal with it. Fine. So Coco stood up and immediately went to her painting and just was like crumbling up and smashing up the stupid fucking canvas that is now super fucking ruined. But as soon as I hear Jimmy say Jade, I just kind of stop and and listen to the rest of that. And if he doesn't elaborate anymore, like... um. What did you say? I told you already. Jade put these up. You weren't listening. Okay, so you got to work on like your communication skills because you didn't fucking say anything. You just like put paint on my painting. And that's not all right. And then you fucking hit me too. Like, Jade, I, I miss her so much. You guys didn't do anything to her, did you? No, we did not. And since Jade already knows a little bit about us, maybe in the evening, after we've all had some time to cool down, looking directly at Jimmy, we will go see Jade, and you will reunite with your friend, and you will tell her everything is okay, there is no need to look for you anymore. And then you have friend who is not us, who is very clearly bad for you for some reason. She never knocked my fucking tooth out, and she knew how to stay out of my way when I was painting. Rude. Wait, he knocks your tooth out? Yeah, look. And I just kind of, like, dig my whole lip and do the, like, pool and stuff. Man, there's only three now or there. Jimmy, as they say in America, what the fuck? 
what sometimes people need to be told taught a lesson. She wasn't listening. She attacked me first. I needed to put her in her place. That's fucking bullshit. I already told you he ruined my painting. And he didn't say anything about Jade, okay? He's just like, he told me I'm famous. And I'm like, obviously, like, you guys have met me. I have so many Instagram followers. Like, you don't even understand. Well, no, that's true. I've seen your Instagram account. How many? But I I do not wish to make you angrier, but at least 15% of them are automatic bots. Don't worry about it. They will always leave nice review. Um, my followers aren't bots and I just like take my hand and I'm like pointing at myself, like my chest. Mine are not bots. Like they're legitimate. It's very curious to point at yourself with almost double the amount of knuckles on your monster hands. Art's looking at the hands like, oh, I believe you. Never mind what they said. What sci-fi bot bullshit are you talking about? I would try to explain this, Jimmy, but then I would have to explain it six times. It would just make me angry, and you still would not get it. I will tell you what. Think of a bot. Like in television show in late 70s and 60s, The Lost in Space, the, the Danger Will Robinson, that is a robot. It is a thing that is not alive, but it still does things. And they're following her? And they are following her. They are in love with her. They like everything that she does. And you're not worried about following robots, but you're worried of small little speakers inside of a limo. Yes, because I know the bots that they're following her. I do not know yet about the speakers in the limousine. Jimmy just has a dumbfounded look on his face. All right, so we're dealing with this jade problem tomorrow then? Or tomorrow night? My friend's not a problem. When your friend puts up goddamn wanted posters for you, it's a goddamn problem. Uh, no, real friends do that. They don't fucking knock teeth out and fight with them and fuck with their paintings. Okay, like real friends are ride or die and they're there for you. It's you guys' fault because you took all my shit away. So none of my friends can contact me. This is what happens. Blame yourselves. Go ahead. Art's going to look at Missy. Oh, Missy's just got the evil, evil eye on Jimmy. Missy looks just as mad as that night she yelled at Calvin and threatened to kill him. Art's kind of got that silent nodding to like an entire conversation going on in his head. He'll try and get Missy's attention for a second. When he does, he'll tap his temple twice, wink, nod once. Then he'll turn to Coco. You are right. It is our fault that this happened. And I want you to know you have my word as um, I am not your sire, but I am the one responsible for you. Blah, 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 blah. You have my word. You are going to handle this and we will not lay finger on your friend. She is your friend. You will do with this as you see fit. If you want to bring her in on this, okay. But that is the consequences. Whatever happens to her, it's on. It, it will be on you. For good and for ill. But like we said, she already knows a little bit about what goes on. Just not what happened to you specifically. But in the evening, we will make contact with her. And smooth things out, and you will be in driver's seat for this, okay? Because it is our fault. We fucked this up. Yeah, you guys fuck up, like, everything in touch, honestly, is how it seems. So, none of this is my fault. He keeps saying that this is all my fault. Like, I did everything, and it, I, it's not my fault, and he's not my boss. Can you just, like, tell him that really quick? Because, like, that's not fair, Art. I took you into the mall. You have a place to stay where you're not burning up in the sun. It's more than most. I didn't have to do that. I should have brought you to the prince right away. So that gives you the right to knock her around? No, he's an asshole. 
And last I checked, I'm pretty sure that the prince said that like art could be like my babysitter or whatever for now. He took me shopping. Okay. You basically got me beat up tonight twice. I thought you were fucking cool. That was big mistake. I am sorry, Coco. That is your fault. It was never true. It's not even my fault. He did that so fucking voodoo bullshit on me or whatever. Like, I know. That is why I say never accept drink from other vampire. But now you know. Now you know. And tomorrow we will take first steps towards fixing some of these things. Okay? I don't want him to touch my paintings anymore. Ever. Coco, I have some ideas for that. I wish to run them by you later, but I agree. We do not want him to touch your paintings now or ever. He turns and looks at Jimmy, right? Yeah, sure. I just touched her painting to get her attention because she wasn't listening. How would you like it if I set fire to your home? Because that is what you did here. You know... Better than to step foot in my domain with all of my devices and other fun things. You know better than to walk into Missy's domain. She's a fucking fledgling. You're treating her like she's a full-on vampire. No. But it's my right to treat her as full-fledged vampire because I am responsible for her. Now, I am asking you as favor as fellow member of this coterie to quit being such a dickhead to everybody, but especially Coco, because we have bigger things to worry about, like we talked about in car. And now you're screaming about this piece of paper. I already know about this. We were going to talk about it tomorrow. Tonight was to have everybody cool down. And now look where we are. I have had third cigarette tonight. I don't smoke three cigarettes in a night. I'm going to be a pack a day like I was back in Warsaw. I thought we were talking about Missy's vision about Cheshire when we got in. Instead, everyone just vanishes. I was waiting in the cafeteria for you guys. And then, yeah, then Greg just threw a thing in my face saying, like, look at this. So I decided to try and deal with it because you say I don't deal with my problems. And now you're chastising me because I tried to deal with it. You did not try to deal with problems. I listened to you blame her for everything, and now you knock her tooth out. It'll grow back. Is this something you would do to me or to Missy when you do not like what we do? Or is something else going on that you are not talking about? Maybe I'm just not used to Coco's attitude. I find that hard to believe when you look in mirror many times every day. Whatever. If we're going to talk about the thing, everything tomorrow night, then I'm just going to leave. I'm sick of being lectured by everyone. Okay, but like here, take this original, like it's yours. And I just kind of toss the like rolled up piece of trash now at Jimmy's feet. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't even pick it up. And uh, he'll just walk away. As he walks by, Missy will flick her lit cigarette at him. Ah, what the... F- Seriously, you two? Whatever. Jimmy walks off. All you need is Carol. Yeah, clearly. None of these assholes. So with Coco, Monster Hands, Angry, Missy... Just, I guess, disappointed and angry, and Art just exhausted as Jimmy walks away. Let's take a break. Art is looking around the limo, wondering if he was to bug this thing. In order to listen to somebody like Art, where would he put those? Because he's going to have to torch this goddamn car later because people won't stop talking in it. I just fucking asked you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank 
is what he's doing. He's I listen to mad. you. He's I listen to you. You should go ahead. Jimmy doesn't understand technology. It's true. He doesn't understand anything. <laughs> do you do you want to roll something like? Yes, please. I'm I'm what, absolutely by all means all the things. Here, let me let me where where the fuck is that here? Let's go to core. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see. Uh yeah, this one here. Fucking roll frenzy because you guys are <gasps> no. Wow. Are you gonna kill us all? <laughs> With I, five six I meant to look and see if there are any bugs in this place, but a frenzy roll also is appropriate. He blinks and quickly shakes his head and then looks up to you and looks around a little confused, but quickly reaches out and takes it from you. He's like, thank you, sir. Have a have a good night. Takes his uh, one hand off the wheel and gives you a little salute. Yeah, you too. Have a safe drive home. And Jimmy walks away. I legit thought you were just going to forget him and keep the tip. Yeah, I should have. So yes, did I. <laughs> Jimmy is terrible with money. Yes, he is. It's going to make it like 10 steps in the mall and realize that could have got him like another part for his car. <laughs> it's true. Fuck. Missy is not going into the mall, though. Oh, you were sending a text. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. I. Oh. I know it's been a stressful day. It's okay. Nobody it's listens to Missy ever. <gasps> it's true. You're gonna die. Wow. <laughs> she didn't listen to me. Who listens to you? Everyone should. Oh. We're gonna kill him, Art. Just so you know. <laughs> I have made a note. Ellie around outside. She'll go brood on the roof for a bit and then go. I think she's in a bad mood. I can't imagine why. Stupid Jimbo. You cannot be bad men, but with enough practice, <laughs> we can turn you into bad. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> a thing that you could you could do. Only had a billowing cape behind me as I brooded on the roof, but that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I will hire architect to make a gargoyle for you to brood upon. <laughs> Thank you. Just go down to the uh, go down to the Halloween adventure. It'll be on clearance, and then you just get one of those plastic lawn ornament ones. <laughs> oh yes, I will take Coco to Spirit Halloween. Ew. Then he'll grab another thing of paint and put it on the painting. Just like squeeze it. That's not okay. <laughs> just fail that frenzy roll and just fuck him up. So there's uh there's multiple things that you can do with frenzy, one of which is uh you can try and resist it, in which case uh if you fail I get to, to drive your character around for a little while. There's this other thing that's called riding the wave. I mean, like, that already sounds more like Coco's style, especially at this point. <laughs> so, uh, a vampire can also choose to ride the wave, intentionally succumbing to the frenzy without making a test. Zach follows usual frenzy rules of the storyteller, so that the player play out the frenzy themselves, such as choosing who they feed on first, rather than having the storyteller take control of the character. So, I would be happy to let you... So basically, it's like the option here. Would you like to ride the wave and give in to your frenzy and fucking go nuts on this dude for pissing you off? Or would you like to try and clamp down on the anger that surges forward? Nope, we're gonna go fucking nuts. Well, uh, if you're you're choosing to ride the wave, then it is uh, your please, by all means, fucking go nuts on this dude. If you would like to think of some animalistic feature that will sprout out and temporarily transform your body in some fashion, please bring it up. Ah, what the... F Seriously, you two? Whatever. Jimmy walks off. All you need is Carol. Yeah, clearly. None of these assholes. Oh my god, Art, can we kill Carol? Please do. I think that would be wonderful. <laughs> I have made a note. 
Um, Happy Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, it'll be like you finally get the chance to kill Morgana, but it's not Morgana. <gasps> I know. She uh, actually has an entire team of people willing to do it. Yeah, I have people ready to go on this one. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Holy fuck, it's only 10 o'clock. Yeah, I know. It's only 10 o'clock. I'm emotionally drained by you. That was fun. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we should have a quick, easy game to take our minds off of things. Like, no, we're going to get fucking heavy and we're, we're going to do it right now. And get angry. Like, I feel so yeah. bad. I hate you should. You're a asshole. monster. You did a, such a great job, though. Uh, I'm glad that I didn't get rid of Craig so that everybody can see that we're mature <laughs> adult gamers so we're able to talk and have these intense... Oh, yeah. Note to self, make sure there's a trigger warning warning in the front of this recording. <laughs> yeah. I don't right. have that problem. I'm like, whoa, hold on a sec. No, no the way he was victim-blaming was just like... Dude, you are really channeling an asshole that does this. Like, <laughs> this is like textbook what they do. I know. Yeah. I fault. may have you read up on it. You. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. This it's is textbook. Yeah. I was given the okay to do it, so I did. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're doing great. We're all good. We're adults. We can handle this. We're yeah. awesome. I was literally cracking up. Um, I love it. I love it so much. I'm just... Just gonna punch you. One of these. You know what? <laughs> One day it'll land. <laughs> when Jimmy gets his comeuppance, it's gonna be all the sweeter. Yeah, it will be. You could just eat him. Mm, oh my god! No, Missy is truly not happy. Her background. This is like, this is not good. She does not react well to this kind of stuff. All right. Goodbye, Craig. See you guys in a few minutes. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com. <laughs>